Welcome back to Weekend Thoughts. My name is Nate Antetomaso. This week we're talking about something that a lot of entrepreneurs and innovators these days have to consider when they're working on a project. And that's building in public. What does it mean and who is it for? Let's go. So if you spend too much time on social media like I do, and you follow anybody who's tangentially related to startups or entrepreneurship or anything like that, then you've probably come across somebody who's building in public, whether you know it or not. And that's the term, quote, building in public, unquote. This trend is especially prevalent on Twitter. It's it's everywhere on Twitter, but it's starting to become more popular on TikTok, Instagram, people do like highlights of it, but I haven't really seen it anywhere else. It's it's mainly Twitter. So that's kind of what I'm going to think about and what I'm going to focus on in this piece. So building in public is exactly what it sounds like. It's working on your project, usually the very early versions of a software project or a crypto project even, and doing that work out in the open. People share their progress. They share updates, learnings. They even share setbacks and pivots of the project via tweets. You know, maybe they'll say, hey, here's what we got done this week. Or they'll even say, you know, we lost uh, we lost a team member this week. We need someone to fill. Could anybody fill this role? You know, it's a very open, very collaborative forum of building. And of course, we live in the content age and attention is at an all time premium. I've talked about that before. So these updates, they can't just be as dry as I just made them sound, to be honest. They can't be, hey, we did this. You know, it can't be like a diary, a daily log. It has to be engaging to get people's attention. They're usually full of memes or jokes or even self-backpatting emoji-filled posts. And it captures attention and it makes you feel like the founder knows exactly what they're talking about. It establishes thought leadership while drumming up interest before there's even anything to release. That's the point of it. It builds community. People will be interested in you and your company as a creator. Not too different than being interested in an influencer, to be honest. You, as the founder, become the creator of this product, just as you're the creator of the content about the product. And then people want to support you because they know you, they follow you, and that product is part of the journey. So that audience that you create through your memes, through your jokes, through your updates, they become your first customers. That's the idea. That's why everybody does this, because it takes a lot of time. You know, content takes time and it can be expensive if you're having people do it for you as well. So there needs to be an outcome to this investment for founders where time is at an all time premium. So customers, of course, is going to be that outcome. So let's look at a few examples. First, I wanted to bring up Product Hunt. Uh, This is a little bit of a meta uh, example, just like Product Hunt in and of itself is a meta product. But it's a very early example of this, which kind of sets the the tone. This is before Building in Public got kind of meme-y and the the in-vogue thing to do. They were simply just 
talking about their product. You know, they shared wireframes and they shared betas. They got feedback, literally things like, hey, we just shaded this box a darker color. What do you think? Should we keep it darker? Should we revert back to the lighter color? Literally every piece of them building Product Hunt was on display on Twitter. The community gave their feedback. The product improved over time. Very basic early example there. Now, a more out there example and kind of one that fully encompasses what I'm talking about right now is Party Round. Party Round you can find on Twitter. I don't even fully know what their product is yet. It hasn't launched and their website doesn't fully say what it is. It's something that will help people invest in early stage startups, some kind of crowdfunding platform, something like that. But that's all I know. Uh, and so what they've done is they've created an extremely active Twitter account that apparently, if you look through their tweets, apparently they have um, you know a part-time or maybe even full-time person that's just dedicated to this Twitter account that has nothing to do with the product itself. They've taken the meme approach, which is why I know them in the first place. They, they tweet memes about technology. They tweet memes about... Uh, just about like pop culture and stuff. They joke about themselves. They joke about the people who interact with them. It's very, um, you know, it feels like a person behind that account. It's very personable. Um, and they're not just being a, a polished, you know, marketing arm of a company. It's it's kind of some raunchy stuff sometimes. And they, they do these jokes with team members, with investors who will interact with them and just random people who are following they don't take themselves too seriously, so they've got a community around people who like jokes about tech, and I'm sure that's going to help when they launch their product about crowdfunding startups. So that is building in public, but where does the idea of a paradox come in? It comes in with consumer habits. If you think about consumer habits, we, we don't want to wait for things. We don't want to be, be teased and see the trailers. We want things now. We have shorter attention spans than ever, and we have higher expectations for technology than ever. Evan did a Week in Thoughts a few weeks ago about the API economy, and it showcased how both on the front end and on the back end, new tools have made it easier than ever for founders and engineers to build reliable and valuable products quickly and easily. Because of that, consumers are now used to reliable and valuable products, no matter the stage of the product. So we expect good products. We don't want to have to give feedback or experience beta. That kind of goes against the build in public idea. And let's think about our attention spans. A study claims that our attention span has fallen in 2021 to just eight seconds. Obviously, that's a little bit different. It doesn't really apply to like using an app. But the point is, we just want things to work and to work now. We want to hear about something and to be able to do it. That's why Netflix doesn't announce their shows until like they're about to come out. That's why artists just drop albums out of nowhere. People don't hang on to something that's coming. They want it or they're going to move on. So both of those are not, they don't jive with the idea of building in public. So how does it all square? How does this all square with the process of talking about something that isn't available for months? Well, my thesis is that it's not for consumers. It's not for the average guy who's going to come across the tweet. It's for potential investors. It's a diary to provide extreme transparency into the process so far, to be a sort of living data room, time-stamped with opinions and feelings as they happened. It's for other founders. It's partly to get advice and partly just to show off. 
the founder becomes an experienced person in a community online. They build up an arsenal of engaged, unofficial advisors, and they also say, hey, look how great I am when something's going well, and they lean on those advisors when something's not. And it's for super fans, early adopters. There's always going to be a few of those. The average person isn't going to product because somebody built it in public. So it's a little bit of all of these. As someone who's genuinely interested in tech and entrepreneurship, I love consuming this type of media, but I'm not the average consumer. I'm someone who one day wants to be an investor, someday wants to maybe be a founder, someone who's a super fan of specific niches within tech. It's for me in those ways. So because of that, building in public serves its use case. It can be helpful for founders in a myriad of ways, but I doubt it will ever matter when the company needs to find a massive audience outside of its close circles. That's what I've been thinking about. <laughs>